0: What's going on y'all? I'm KJ. And
1: I'm Ashley.
0: And we back for the third episode.
1: Well, you should let me know I would have did it with you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right, y'all. So we just want to check in. Um, Appreciate all the love and support been getting over the first two episodes. Saw a huge jump in numbers on the second episode and even some people going back to the first. So just keep sharing everything. I'm gonna keep posting like crazy. We definitely want to build this thing organically Um, And we want to try to, you know, keep growing and, you know, hopefully lead to some other stuff. We want to go ahead and jump right into it. Last week, we kind of gave out a backstory of how we met, um, how we got together. And uh, we did mention that we have four kids. So, Ash, I just want to kind of break down for people, you know, that's under the age of 35 that may have one or two kids. Um, But we have double that. We have four Right. So, let's talk about how you feel and how you get through the day managing four kids during a pandemic.
1: Uh, well, I mean, of course, having four kids is no small task. Um, pretty much never clock out. Have like many breaks when they, you know, sleep or when they duck off and do their own thing, but you know, my mind is constantly, you know, thinking of the next move, thinking ahead, like, all right, Time to make lunch, time to cook dinner, time for a snack, you know, time to check on Truth, make sure he ain't went to the bathroom on himself, time to feed the baby. So, you know, there's always something to do um, with having four kids. There's never and you know, there's an adult moment, of course, you know, with them. You
0: know. <laughs> yeah, I'd say the biggest thing with having four kids is the younger two. The older two, you kind of can tell them. Hey, stop doing that. Go in your room. Um, It's quiet time, as we like to call it. Anything like that. But the two-year-old, seven-month-old, that two-year-old boy, he hell. He (laughs) just, he, oh my God, he's at the point now because he can run and walk and reach everything now. He's all over the place. And then we're trying to potty train him. And he just, he doesn't like to go poop on the potty, so he likes to go hide you got to look for him and then he'd be lying saying he didn't use the bathroom on himself. It's frustrating for me, but my patience level still ain't there. Uh, I don't know how you do it, but he'd be all types of MFs when it comes to that time with me. I don't know.
1: I mean, well, I got nerves of steel. So, you know, I've been maternal since day one. So I have very strong patience. Um, it's just that he's in that stage now where. He pretty much runs the house. He do whatever he wanna do. Like I'll tell him, like, no, you can't have you can't have a snack right now and he'll turn up ten minutes later with eating a snack. I'm like, All right, man, you got it. Like you this your house. I just live here. I, I don't know. But I mean, with four kids, you honestly have to learn to pick your battles. You know, if you want the house quiet, you know, you have to sacrifice giving up that extra snack, you know, so the other two can, you know, peacefully do their homework or focus in their class. So we learn to pick our battles when it comes to truth, especially. And, you know, Cassie, she's a baby. She she do. She's going to do what she's going to do anyway. Because you can't discipline her. She don't know what's going on.
0: <laughs> or so, does she?
1: Ah, uh, She do. She hiding it. <laughs> <laughs> but with the younger two, they pretty much do what they want
0: look for those of y'all that don't have kids i'm gonna tell you my seven month old and my two-year-old That's cassie she's the youngest truth he's the only boy he's a two-year-old we are recording this podcast about an hour and a half later than we wanted to do because they they like the undertaker in the casket match if you've seen (laughs) that Jeff he pop up or you've seen the mean every time you lay them down they popping up it don't make no sense it's
1: it's funny, though, and then sometimes it's frustrating because, like, if I'm trying to get something done, um, that's the time where they don't want to sleep. But, you know, when it's those nights where I have nothing to do, they want to they want to sleep all peacefully and whatnot. I'm like, no, nah, I had that same energy like you had the other night where I was trying to make a bowl or, you know, Mommy and Daddy were trying to watch something on TV or have some, you know, long time, and, they you know, they come through all up. And not just up, but, like, up, up, talking to you, up, wanting to play up. So, yeah, that can be a little much sometimes, too. But it's all in the territory when you have more than one kid. All
0: right, so that's a little little, little bit of what goes on in the Lovelace household. Um, like I said, it's four kids, and then now we got two dogs, and then we got fish. Dogs is probably the biggest nuisance because... Ashley's allergic to them now, so they can't roam around the house like they used to back in the day. Um, we Kind of have to keep them confined in certain spaces depending on the time of the year. So they're constantly wanting to go in and out the house, to go outside. Or, you know, they try to communicate that they need water or that they done finished their food or whatever. So um, whether it's 6 in the morning, 7 in the morning, or at midnight, 11 p.m., they bark And then they go outside and there's a cat that's free in our neighborhood right now. And he always tries to come in our yard. And I just hope they don't tear him up like they did that dog. So it's always... They (laughs) treated
1: that dog like a freaking chew toy. That was so sad. But um, with the dogs, I feel kind of bad because we had Zeus before we had kids. And the free reign that he used to have back before we had kids, you know, he could walk around the house he could get up on the carpet and get up on the couch and for a while he he slept in a bed with us and then now that I'm allergic to them um you know they have to I can't really be around them like I used to not for too long anyway so you know I sometimes feel kind of bad about that you know because Zeus is like dang you know what I do and you know they being pit bulls and us living in Georgia we can't really you know surrender them or give them away to anybody because you know either they'll mistreat them or, you know, they'll, they'll euthanize them. So, you know, they, we can't get rid of them. So, you know, they're, they're and plus they're part of our family. So, you know, they're here and, you know, I just take my haler when need be. And they just go from their space to outside back to their space. And occasionally, you know, we'll let them, we'll take them for walks or whatever. But, you know, I feel kind of bad that I can't be around them like I used to.
0: Yeah, it's tough. It's a dog world. But um, back to the kids. Let's talk about cooking. Not only how much money we've saved during the pandemic from not having to eat out all the time. But let's go through having to cook for four different people because everybody's a picky eater.
1: Well, you know my rule. <laughs> You tell me what you want to eat and I got you because I'm not wasting my time or my food. That's, I don't believe in that I'm cooking one thing and either you eat it or you don't. I think that's very unfair because not everybody has the same palate. And we do have four picky eaters in the house, you know, that I want this today, but I'm not going to like it tomorrow. Or I asked for this, but I asked for this yesterday, but I don't want it today. So, um... Yeah, one kid may want chicken nuggets and the other one might want pizza or you know whatever. I I do cater to my kids when it comes to what they want to eat. Now, yes, I do make sure that they have something nutrition, nutrition um have some kind of nutrition in that. But I I don't tell them what they're gonna eat. I just think that's unfair. Now you know Self. whatever. Like my mom, she like oh you over there letting your kids do whatever, whatever. Like I said, I'm not wasting my time or food because if you ask me for it, nine times out of ten, you're going to eat it unless you're truth. Because like I said, he runs the house. He does whatever. But as far as the girls go, nine times out of ten, when they ask me for something, they ask me to cook something for them, they're going to eat it. So, yeah, I definitely oblige to that.
0: Look, y'all, on my end, I'm from the old school. You either going to eat what's on this plate, eat what's available. Or you're going to have to make something yourself. I don't believe in that cooking three different, five different meals. No. If you're not eating what I, when I'm in this hot stove, because we have a gas oven and stove. So, well, i just put this. We have a gas range. So that cover both bases. And <laughs> I'm not about to be in this 78 degree kitchen.
1: Bruh, they're not asking you to make a gourmet meal.
0: No, 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 no. I'm already cooking dinner. I'm not going to stay in that kitchen even longer because you want nuggets or french fries or a bunch of junk food. You're not going to do that. Well, Y'all going to eat. I'm not
1: saying we got to give them junk food. What I'm saying is one may, one may not want, you know, the chicken that we're cooking or the tacos that we're making or, you know, the pasta or the spaghetti or whatever. Because sometimes I don't want the stuff that you're cooking. So I veer off and make something different. So why, why would I expect the kids to always want the same stuff? That's why I ask before I cook. I say, hey, this is what is being prepared tonight. Are you going to eat this? If not, what do you want? And while I'm in there preparing dinner, I do, I will make other stuff. Because like I said, I don't think it's fair that you going to eat this or you're not eating at all. That's not fair. Well,
0: whatever. Y'all, that's soft. I hope if you got multiple kids, y'all had them, hey, you going to try this. If you don't like it, then we can negotiate. But you're not just going to tell me, no, I don't want it.
1: No, I do have, we do have a rule. um, I do have a rule amongst the children that if we are, if I am cooking something new or I'm cooking something that I know you never tried, I will have you try it. And if you say, after a couple bites, you say, hey, I just don't like this, I won't make you eat it again. But if you like it one night, and then the next night, I don't like this, hey, that's not true because you ate it yesterday. Don't tell me you don't like it, just tell me you don't want it. Now, I do make them try new things, but I do give them a choice on what they want for dinner.
0: Uh, uh, uh,
1: That that does not make me soft.
0: (laughs) It do. No, it doesn't. It do.
1: It don't.
0: Well, I mean, I get what you're saying. I know you want to be good cop, but damn it. It's so annoying. It's so annoying. I'm sorry. Because no, not even that, because half the time them kids, as soon as they finally try it, they like it.
1: Yeah. So I'm saying I have them try it. I don't just say, all right, you don't want it. No, if they have never, if I know for a fact that they've never tried something that we've made... I do ask them to try it. And yeah, so most of the time, Callie, for the most part, she likes it. Caden, eh, it's been hit or miss. But for the most part, they do like new stuff that they try. It's just that as a parent, I want to pretty much do the total opposite of what my parent, my, my parents did. <laughs> That's all. There's always a method to my madness.
0: All right. Well, we'll work on that method.
1: I don't but. think there's anything wrong with my method. <laughs> I give our kids options. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's anything wrong with giving a kid an option. Because even though they are children, they're still people. They're they're little people, but they're people still. And they have they have feelings, they have taste buds that are different than ours. So I I believe in giving them options.
0: Hey, that's cute. It's that real cute. Well, whatever. But but anyway, y'all, so while you're listening on your commute or while you're at the gym or, you know, chilling at the crib, we're going to get into what do you do when your significant other is not feeling well? Because the last few days, y'all, I have been in pain. When I say I have been in pain, I have never felt this before in my life, and I done been through a lot of stuff. But tomorrow, well, you're listening to this on Thursday, so I have to go get a root canal. Never had an issue with my teeth in my life. It waited till I was 30. And I got to go get a root canal. And oh my God, the pain I've been feeling. I'm in pain right now, too, but it's kind of numbed a little bit. So that's why we're able to do the pod. Um, So especially so we can keep it consistent. But on a scale of 1 to 10, the minimum pain I felt is a 7. The most pain probably happens once I fall asleep because I just wake up and uh, my mouth is burning, my tooth is throbbing, my jaw is a little bit swollen still, and it don't matter if I drink milk, if I, you know, throw cups of water, salt water, everything in my mouth, the burning doesn't stop. And... On Wednesday, I was like, okay, I'm going to go to this other dentist and see if they can do this root canal today. So, I called them on Monday. They didn't call me back until Tuesday. And they decided, yeah, yeah, we, they said, yeah, you're in, we, we participate with your insurance. I'm like, oh, bet. I got an appointment a day earlier than I thought I would. I can get this taken care of right away, y'all. Uh-uh. I get up there. They bring these numbers in on how much everything going to cost. They talking about 1200 cash out my pocket i'm like what is this because i already got the number from the other dental office that i'm going to on thursday and i'm like this is like almost six times the amount that they want me to pay and they're like oh well we're out of network y'all as soon as they said out of i just was like all right we're good let's just go ahead and um, wrap this up what do i need to sign so yeah, I know y'all gave me the numbers and everything. Keep y'all in check, keep me in check. Then um the dentist was an Indian lady and she tried to negotiate with me. Cause I guess I don't know if they heard it for business or what, but she tried to negotiate the price down. She's like, I can do it for you for six seventy five. I was like, Lady Wait,
1: like, where are you first of all, where are you pulling that number from? Secondly, when did the dentist office haggle?
0: I ain't never seen that like it, y'all. But I was like, nah, I'ma just stick with the other dental office that you know that is in network and that's gonna be good with my insurance. I'm talking about they wanted me apply, for, they wanted me to apply for a credit card with them so I could do payment plans through the credit card and all that. I'm like, no, I'm not doing that. I'm not touching my credit. I already got some stuff pending. Um, we we you know we just bought another vehicle. We got other stuff going on. I don't need no inquiries right now. And so, um, I got up out of there, went home, still in pain, frustrated, like, ooh, they better not send me a survey. They better not send me a survey.
1: Back to the original topic, though. What do you do when your spouse does not feel
0: Significant well? other, because not everybody married.
1: Okay, well, live-in boyfriend, significant other, live-in girlfriend, spouse, whatever you want to call it. What do you do when your mate is not feeling well? Now... To my female listeners, ladies, you know how men are. They, oh my goodness, what's the word? Ostracize. Ostracize everything. Use it in a sentence. Don't tell me what to do. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all blow everything up. Like, everything is blown out of proportion for you guys as far as pain, as far as illness. Like, when a woman is sick, you know, we can... We can still take care of the kids. We can still get dinner ready. We can still clean the house. Like, we can still move like it's a normal day. But when you guys are sick, it's pretty much, nope. Y'all are pretty much like kids. Like, y'all, want to, y'all need to be taken care of at that point. Like, we feel like we have to go into mother mode immediately when you guys aren't sick. Like, y'all can't do anything at all. Which, and me being an empath, I feel very sad when you don't feel well. It bums me out. Like, I hate that you have been in pain because it just, it bums me out. It really does.
0: You do love me.
1: <laughs> oh, shut up. But no, it makes me really, really sad when you don't feel good. Because <clears throat> not only is your emotions bouncing off onto me, you know, now I have to do double the work.
0: Mm, oh, so, so you feel like a single mother in that moment.
1: I didn't say that. You're going too far. See, again, I I'm want just, everything. I, I asked the question.
0: question, if I'm out of commission, you feel like a single mother.
1: I didn't say a single mother, <laughs> but when you're out of commission, I have to do double the work. And then not only that I have to also take care of you and make sure that you're good especially with you being a diabetic I still have to make sure that you're eating and when you do and for, for the people who are listening who's never had a toothache that that is by far the worst pain that I've ever felt and I've had four kids so that should tell you something right there and when you have a toothache, that just ruins everything. You don't want to eat. You don't want to drink. You don't, you damn near want to get up and go to the bathroom. So, um, yeah, with, with that, you know, I have to make sure that you're eating, you're drinking, make sure your blood sugar is not too high, not too low, you know, pretty much making sure that you're okay as, as well as doing your part of taking care of the kids as well. So yeah, when you are sick, it's, And then now I'm sad, so I have to do all this work while I'm in a funk. So, no, it's not fun at all when you don't feel well.
0: Wow. Well, I'm sorry that you feel that way when I get sick. I mean, I don't get sick often, y'all, so I don't want y'all to think I just be in here and she be having to go through single motherhood. Um,
1: No, but when you are, it's, it's, oh my gosh.
0: I'm one of those people where when I'm sick, I'm actually sick.
1: Yeah, and it's like 40 days and 40 nights.
0: It's like, I'm sick all the way through. There's no in-between. There's no, oh, he's just a little bit sick. It's either I'm dog sick, I can't do anything, or I'm, you know, doing my normal thing around the house. There's no in-between on it. But for the fellas out there, yes, (laughs) when she's sick, I do hold everything down too. You do.
1: Yeah,
0: you do. I do hold everything down. I make sure she got her towel for her head. I make sure she got her ice chips, her water, her feet propped. I make sure she got her blanket. She nice and tucked in. I make sure them kids stay out the room, y'all.
1: Yeah, but you damn near have to make me go lay down. (laughs) Because I, I can still function. I will still function. And when I don't feel well, I feel bad that I can't do the normal things to help take care of the children. I don't like that at all. Because especially, you know, when they're knocking on the door, when they're asking for me, when truth is crying for me, you know, I feel bad that... I can't, you know, be a part of their, you know, their daily functioning because, like I said, you damn near have to make me go lay down or, you know, make me take care of myself because for me, I feel like my main job is to take care of you guys. And sometimes I do put my own health on the back burner. But, you know, as of lately, I've been, you know, reminded that if I don't take care of me, I can't take care of you guys properly.
0: Wise so. words, wise words. So, one thing I do want to ask, I'm sure that some of the listeners are going, everything good? You sniffling over there. <laughs> I'm fine. We need to do a COVID, <laughs> COVID check, dog.
1: No, 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 no.
0: Have you been in contact with anyone with COVID 19 in the last 14 days? No,
1: dopey.
0: Have, do been, you have I'm, a cough? No. You have a sneeze? I, no,
1: all I do throat. clear my throat.
0: Can I check your temperature?
1: Sure, go ahead. I'm all fine. right.
0: Get this thermometer. Check your temperature. Make sure you under ninety nine. Yo. Oh, back to speaking on COVID, man. I
1: think it was the dog hair. I dog mean, hair. I might have to take my inhaler. You was around the dogs, though. They ran through this house a couple times. I might have to take my inhaler. But anyway.
0: All right. Sidetrack, y'all. I'm sorry about that. Like I just want to make sure that you're good. I know COVID probably ain't the answer, but. Just want to make sure you're good, um, man.
1: Fine. See, all I needed to do was take my hair. I'm better now. All
0: right. So, bet. Um, so back
1: to... No, no, no. Back back to what you were talking about when I, when I don't feel well.
0: So, I'm just saying, like, you know, I make sure everything is taken care of here in the crib. Let you try to rest, relax as much as you can. Because, you know, it's better when you can just get it over with rather sooner than later. Um, the more you try to get up and do everything on, as a normal, the longer you're going to be you know, from a hundred percent. So we try to just go ahead, take that day or two days or like back when um you were pregnant, take that time. You know, I got it. Just, you know, you chill, do you.
1: That was the hardest thing ever, by the way, but I couldn't function. Like I couldn't go anywhere farther than the bed in the, in the bathroom. But there's been a lot of times where I haven't I haven't felt good and I didn't tell anybody like you didn't you were no you didn't even know. Like there's been a few times. I yeah, there's been a few times since we've been together where I haven't felt good and I've still been able to to handle business. Now, the few times that you have caught me off my game is because I literally couldn't, you know, do much, you know. But yeah, I can still function with a headache. I've still been able to function with the toothache, and yeah, it's been a few times that I've had, you know, toothaches, and you didn't even know, you know, because I, I was still able to, you know, keep it pushing, keep it moving.
0: Cause it wasn't in the nerve. It wasn't in the nerve. Bruh. It wasn't in the nerve.
1: Bruh. I Your have, mouth
0: wasn't on fire.
1: Bruh, I have come downstairs with face swollen and still been able to get these kids taken care of. Like the only time I cannot. Like completely cannot function is when I've had the flu because that just that just ruined. You that. get
0: the flu every year.
1: I uh, it skipped me last year. I didn't get the flu last
0: year. You did get the no, flu me, last, me, not last year. year.
1: Year before last. Year. <laughs> Shut up. I got the yeah the look, year before last. I didn't get the flu, but was that two thousand eighteen? No two thousand seventeen. I didn't get the flu. No two thousand eighteen. I didn't get the flu. Two thousand seventeen. I got the flu twice. Mm-hmm. Um... <clears throat> I don't know how that happened but yeah I was out of it for a few days a week or so and I lost um I lost like maybe 10 pounds or whatever but you know I can function you know with a headache unless it affects my eyesight um but anything pretty much anything else I can function and you know even without having to take medicine for it like if I just Drink me some water. Sit down for a few minutes. You know, I'm good. I bounce back. So, yeah. I've I've been able to, you know, still take care of business without, you know, disrupting everybody's normal flow of things.
0: Hey, the strength of a woman. We appreciate you. Yeah. The house loves you. They appreciate you. Y'all better. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. So, a couple more things I just want to touch on. Uh, just to give y'all an update um our couch finally came we just got a new sectional and when i tell y'all because man like i tell you all i'm 30 man but i'm an old 30. i'm not i'm not a young 30. i'm on the back end and i got a bad back like i got a 60 year old back and the last couches which we still have but the kids use them now so The new couches have lumbar support, and it's changed my life, (laughs) y'all. I sit in this couch now. I don't need to stand up. When I'm playing Call of Duty, I can sit back. or I haven't played 2K in the new couch yet, but when I'm playing Call of Duty or Warzone, I'm good. I didn't
1: notice you are sitting on the couch when you play the game now. Hmm. Yeah,
0: because it's comfortable. I ain't... I ain't hurting, I ain't feeling that wood or anything else Pause. I ain't doing none of that. You know? <laughs> yeah, these
1: couches are mad comfortable, though. <laughs> but, um, yeah, they kind of, I, I like them. I really do like them. And then, you know, we were able to convert the dining room into the kids, a little den area, so they're not running around our living room as much. No, they still run around in here, but not as much as before. And now Callie can do her schoolwork in there instead of in our room, disturbing us early in the morning. So, I mean, I like the, the new flow of, of how everything is now.
0: So Feels a little more homelier for you?
1: I mean, it always feels homely,
0: but, you know. I no, like- I mean, like, it's, like, full now because how we rearranged the kitchen and how we got, the how the couch is, you know, it's got that, only got one opening now instead of the multiple openings in the living room, so. The kids keep getting confused of how they get in and out the living room. That, <laughs> that shit is has funny. been
1: funny. That has been really funny. Like, Callie, where are you going? <laughs> <And laughs> She's <said>, like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's 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 nice when we can, you know, buy new things for the home, you know, rearrange things. And it also helped me with my, you know, my design flow. You know, I like designing the things. So it was nice putting together the what we call now the den or the playroom. You Know putting that together because we got the fish in there and they've been here a week now. Woo, woo.
0: Yeah, so. all five that I bought last Thursday are still alive, y'all. I'm so proud. It might have been pet, it might have been Pet Smart though, because all the fish I bought from Pet Smart died. The five fish I bought from Petco are still alive a week later. I ain't do anything different.
1: Yeah, we had a whole, yeah, we've had a whole fish ordeal. <laughs> so, and I felt so bad for you because you know kind of wanted to cuss out your parents like oh my goodness he's 30 and he's never had fish I'm like that's I didn't really have much of a childhood but we at least had fish as children so you know when the first set of fish died I felt so bad for you because I saw them dying and I'm like I'm not saying anything I am not about to tell this man that these fish are in here dying because he is about to bum me out because again I'm an empath so I I feel other people's energy, and when your energy is off, it saddens me. So I'm like, I am not about to tell this man that these fish are in here flopping around about to die. I felt so bad. Like I just, I just slowly exited the premises, cause I'm like, yeah, they're about to, they're about to die, they're about to go. Yeah, so. I'm so glad that they're still here. And it's funny now because the expectation of the kids when they wake up, they come in the room and they're like, oh, they're still alive. So, like, Callie, she makes an announcement, like, every hour, <laughs> letting you know that they're still here. <laughs> so even the kids, you know, notice, you know, they even recognize, you know, your excitement with the fish and them still being here.
0: Yeah, man. It's tough times. Tough times, but, you know. Cause I'm new like, generation here. Because I'm right like, here. they're just
1: fish. But to you, you know, you've never had fish before. So, you know, it was like, you don't, you don't understand, you know, what's happening or what's going on. That goldfish don't really live long lives. But, you know, you've never had to experience it before. So, you know, you're like, what am I doing wrong? And I'm like, babe, it's just fish. But to you, it was something deeper. And so I, I really felt bad for you, and even though you thought I was joking when I was like, "Oh, come here, let me give you a hug," you know, I was really being serious because I, I felt your pain. So you know, being a good wife, I wanted to be there for you.
0: Like, just emotional. I,
1: <laughs> whatever. I think men are emotional too. You guys just are afraid to talk about it.
0: Not afraid. Not afraid.
1: Because I don't. I honestly don't believe that God made men emotionless or not have not have a much not feel as many emotions as women feel
0: oh absolutely not everybody different just you know me i'm like i
1: think y'all feel the same way we feel y'all just were built with stronger egos where y'all feel like y'all have to cover it up nah if i want it off my chest it would go more Nah, because that's why i actually, when i feel like something is off with you i'll say hey are you okay and even if you say yeah, I'm like, are you really okay, or you just don't want to talk about it, okay? Because there's a difference. There's a huge difference in being actually okay and not wanting to say what's wrong with you. I had to learn that the hard way. By yeah, way. I mean,
0: you got a point. You got a point, but um, that's something we could talk with talk about off air. Um, the other thing I wanted to get into was how do you feel? About good old Joe versus Don.
1: (laughs) I thought it was entertaining. I thought it was really entertaining because it was like watching Kaden and Callie arguing over over the game. (laughs) Watching them argue over something that doesn't belong to either one of them. Mm -hmm. Because it was actually very entertaining in a sad way. Yeah, it's like watching a fight on Facebook, like. Like an actual fist fight, like why am I watching this? Right. This should not be entertaining to me. This is sad, cause it literally was sad.
0: <laughs> yeah, man. Um, that for anybody that didn't see the debate, I'm sure you've probably seen some type of meme or some type of video post by now. But yeah, that shit was a shit show. I mean, they said it on CNN right after. It was a shit show. Is It was crazy. Um, We watched it on NBC. Listened to the pundits for a little bit. Flipped it over to CNN. Listened to those pundits. Looked at it on Fox News. Listened to those pundits. But um, I just wanted to kind of get everybody's different perspectives of how they felt. Most people agreed that it was a shit show. No real winner. Joe kind of let Don bully him for a while. Um, Me being a father of four... Me and Don would have would have had to square up talking about my kids like that, but you know that's me. Um, As far as president stuff goes,
1: but I wonder how many how much jail time he would have got for rocking his junk.
0: I don't know. He may not even got there because Secret Service right there. But um,
1: because I mean, they both got
0: Joe still got Secret Service when he was VP. Why?
1: No, I'm just saying, like how (laughs) much jail time would, would Joe would have got if he'd have punched him.
0: I don't know, but man,
1: if he had knocked that that lace front straight, I don't wonder how much time he's got.
0: Oh, don' man, track showing, got the <laughs> got the chip chip exposed. He needed to get buffed. He I don't know what was going on with that boy.
1: Let's not say too much because you know they listening. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they them <done> listening, right? <laughs> I,
1: I don't know who listening, but all I'm saying is I'm kind of curious what Kanye got to say. <laughs> Look, come on, Kanye. I'm ready to listen, man. What you talking about? Oh, man. Because, oh, my goodness. I kind of want to see what they about to be doing next.
0: Yeah, but um, the VP debate is on the 7th. Uh, So, we got Kamala versus Mike. So, we'll see how that is. That should be much more of what we're used to as far as a... Yeah, because it's a woman.
1: <laughs> I am I honestly think they need to go on and get these old men up out of office. It is time.
0: They need age limits, just like you got to be a minimum thirty-five to run for president. You got to be a, you can't be a maximum past sixty-five. I feel, because after sixty-five, you don't care about anything anymore. You stuck in your ways, ain't nothing changing.
1: Yeah, I just, I'm, I'm over men running the country. Y'all know what y'all doing?
0: Mm. Oh, man.
1: And see, y'all, <laughs> y'all close-minded. As soon as we say something about a woman. You know, taking over. Y'all, I don't know. Y'all, y'all too emotional. Exactly. We need emotions to take care of the things that's going on. I go by
0: emotion when I'm taking care of the house. I don't got a problem with well, what I told you more than likely I'm voting for Joe Jorgensen. So it's like, I don't really care. But um, I just got to kind of weigh the options on if I do end up just voting her way versus if I throw Joe, uh, um, the other Joe a vote because we
1: need a chicken we need a chick running the free world
0: everybody need to go vote libertarian for this year everybody that's not stuck no, on the we side. just
1: need to we need a. that's break. how you get the woman in there yeah. we, we, do break. Break. We, we do need a break we do need a break, break where But we don't have no president we just need united states needs to be single for a while <laughs> we just need to be single not looking you know not as complicated united states just need to be single for a while We don't need no president, no nothing. We just need to kick it. We need to chill. Because too much is As soon as they
0: put term limits on Congress, we can work towards being single. But until then, you got these 60, 70, 80-year-old people that's still senators and in the House and everything else. Like, nah, I mean, you got to just deal with it. But, um... Let's get off the politics topic. That's not what we're here for. We like to just touch on it because it's real life.
1: Because that's what's happening. That's um, what sad
0: thing, my Miami Heat got blitzed in Game One. Bruh, it, it hurt my heart. And then we don't lost Dragic for the for the rest of the series. It looks like he's gonna try to play, but his foot is his foot is fucked. So it don't look like he's gonna be able to come back. Jimmy sprained his ankle. We'll see how bad it is come Friday night.
1: Finding me when he was walking off,
0: he was hobbling.
1: I saw him walking, he was trotting,
0: and then bam, his mom just touched down in the bubble. She had a sign up for him that says, Mama Bam, you know, touching our hearts and our souls. and His shoulder messed up, but he's gonna keep he, his neck, his x rays were negative, so he should be okay by Friday, or if not, then Sunday.
1: Back to Jimmy, that man, he ain't gonna play no more. <laughs> he saw how his team was playing. He was he hit him with that Will Smith when he was playing uh he was playing golf. He saw something oh my shoulder string. <laughs> <laughs> that's what Jimmy did. Jimmy ain't want to play no more.
0: My daily my daily Brian hate Brian was in there. The game been over with. He's still in there trying to pad stats to get a triple double. And that's how injuries happen. So Brian just just remember that man. Leave him keep that alone. same energy you man. Just keep that same energy bro.
1: You, hate, you, a you up? Lady
0: you up 30 points still in the game in the fourth quarter it's okay to be in the court in the game still in the third quarter but in the fourth quarter still trying to um get cheap stats and get your um scoring numbers up and all that
1: might as well they were already winning nah it'd be a different if they it would be different if they were losing and he was he was like all right you know team already lost i'm here for me now but they
0: were winning gotta respect the game
1: Respect what?
0: Respect the game.
1: Well, tell your team to respect the fact that they that they should have been trying to win. They, they were giving up. They, they did up easy Kendrick
0: Nunn got a few buckets. Maybe that'll that carry. Is. Maybe that'll carry over to the next game because he's gonna have to start is. now.
1: All that that little boy who every time LeBron went to the hole, he was moving out the way, letting him score. Like, oh, because right, he, he like, don't all play, all play right, defense. All him. right, you got a big man. That whole <laughs> time he was going to he was going to <laughs> shoot. Everybody moved out the way. <laughs> Alright, you got it, big man. Go ahead and do it, bro. You got it. Go ahead. Y'all gotta back up, let LeBron shoot real quick. Want <laughs> nobody in the paint.
0: Oh my goodness.
1: That's all I'm saying.
0: All right, all right. But we'll see what happens on game two. So next oh, we week we'll check in on that. They
1: about to sweep them. Game over.
0: Hey, relax. Over. Relax. Go relax. ahead and let
1: them like I told y'all the first the first episode we was talking. Let the men go home to their families. Go ahead and sweep them. y'all mm-hmm. gotta do it for Kobe anyway. Go ahead, Lakers. Mm-hmm.
0: Rest in peace, Kobe. Yeah,
1: do it, do it for him.
0: But um, on a positive note, the Braves are one game closer to getting out of this wild card round and into the next round. So, good, good win today, guys. It was an ugly win. Cincinnati probably should should probably should have scored like six or seven runs on us. But hey, we got there. Hey, Smitty. I told you I don't bet Atlanta sports because I know what'll happen. And this is the type of game that I be talking about. You probably should have bet on this one though. Nah, no, nah, no, nah, no, nah, no, nah. no. Because the Braves, no. You like, would have had Braves, money and bragging rights. The Braves literally barely Did got that them? one run. Did they win Yeah. They okay, that so one you would have had Shout out bragging Freddie right. Freeman.
1: You would have had bragging rights and money. Mm-mm. Smitty, come talk to me next time.
0: <laughs> All right, y'all. We're going to go ahead and transition over to our favorite... Time of the uh, episode and that's our social handles. So go ahead and tell them where they can reach you at because we got some new things popping.
1: Yeah, so I had to make a business page because um I had my personal page public for everyone you know to see my bows and everything. But I started getting like creepy messages from like weird guys trying to be my sponsor or whatever. So I had to make a business page. So you can now follow me on um, Bowed Up here I'm um, on Instagram. Spell that out. B-O-W-D underscore U-P hair. So, yeah.
0: All right. Anywhere else they can get you?
1: Oh, yeah. And, of course, you know, um, now that my Instagram is also, it's private now, but still light and lovely.
0: You can get requests. We can filter through those. Um, as always, y'all, IG at Lovelace Shows. Twitter at Lovelace Knows, uh, Facebook, KJ Lovelace, and Snapchat, Lovelace Says. Um, of course, everything's always going to have Lovelace, and we'll be launching uh, Lace with Love um, IG and Twitter here soon. Um, kind of more we get the word spread out and get more people listening, and then we'll go ahead and get a feed going for that individually, Um, so I can do more posting that way. Instead of just flooding my personal timeline where I got all my relatives and, you know, some of my coworkers and stuff. But we'll be able to post on the page even more.
1: Yeah, and our church family.
0: Because <laughs> I
1: be wanting, you know, the parole. But I'm like, ooh, he said a cuss word.
0: <laughs> Grown, dog. Hey, Jesus wept.
1: Okay. I'm <laughs> don't even make sense. Yeah, he cried when you cussed. <laughs>
0: Alright, babe. And what's the wildest thing you saw this week?
1: Uh, like I said, that random guy from Texas asking me to could he be my sponsor.
0: No, 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 no. This is this is both our wildest shit we've seen this week, by the way. <laughs> no, 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 no. So some guy on Twitter, I don't Hold know. No, no, let handle, me pull
1: up the message. Let but pull up the message. He
0: got three posts and he got like 70 followers. He talked about some hey. Your um, I got it. I know it. (laughs) Hey, why do you memorize? I really relate to your um. Oh, I'm actually gonna read it to y'all. I got it here. (laughs) Hello, how are you doing today? I'm James from Texas. Why
1: are you reading like that? I hope
0: you're good. (laughs) Your profile hits home with me, and I like that you seem relaxed. If you won't mind, I'd like you to be my sugar baby, and take care of you. With a weekly allowance. Here's my number. Redacted, redacted, redacted. You can call or text me either. That part didn't make any sense. And then he sent the um, heart eye emoji right after it. And yeah. So, and let me just tell y'all what her damn page says, which doesn't make any sense. Her page says, my favorite people call me mommy. Follow my business page. So that really hit home with him.
1: And yeah, my my picture is me in the car. So what was that about looking relaxed?
0: He wants a sugar baby. <laughs> so ladies, let us know. Hit us up on socials if y'all need a sugar daddy. Cause we'll funnel you. Cause she can't be his sugar baby. He gotta have more he gotta have more than seventy followers. He got <laughs> I gotta know he got some money.
1: So you gonna pick me up?
0: See, we're not gonna use that word. But we're going to get this money. Hey, if the IRS ain't going to look at Trump, we're going to get this money.
1: <laughs> you sound mad dumb. Because that man from Texas, he ain't checking for me. That man trying to kidnap. I'm good.
0: Hey, y'all, you always got to have a Google voice number for these type of reasons.
1: I wasn't responding to that man no how. I'm just saying. If he was. had
0: 70,000 followers, <laughs> yes, we would have been responding like, yes, allowance <laughs> us.
1: This, this us stuff. You ain't shooting in the gym. <laughs> allowance.
0: You get all the, the all the feet picks. Dog got you. Oh, so we doing
1: feet? We that feet that's feet what, feet these feet. what these little purrs be want. They want the feet. That's, that's, that's it. it you just want feet. If he, they, just, if he want feet picks, we can discuss that. That's what they be want, we can man. Discuss the feet picks. They be want. <laughs> but nah, I was intrigued to like to find out how much this weekly allowance was. But then the guy, I'm like nah, he looked like a creek ball.
0: Oh my goodness. But, um.
1: Anyway. Yeah. Go ahead
0: and tell people what, what they need to watch this week, man. I know you've still um, been watching Girlfriends, but is there anything else that you watched or anything else that you've been meaning to tell people they should probably watch?
1: Um. Well, I rewatched P Valley again. <laughs> really, 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 really loved that season. So, didn't really like the season finale, but love, love, love the show so much that I rewatched it. Um. Uh, let's see. What else? I really I haven't started watching it yet, but I've been hearing a lot about it. So I kind of want to start watching it. Wentworth in Swiss Card. called. Yeah, it's yeah. one
0: of the top trending things right now.
1: Yeah, really want to watch that. Um, I want to see what they're talking about because a lot of people have been saying that that's a really good show. So that might be something that might get my attention um, in the next few days once I finish Girlfriend's. <laughs> Cause I think I just hit like season six, so.
0: Okay. Yeah. What about you. Um, what? I didn't watch anything new this week, y'all. So I'm gonna kind of go back a few weeks. Um, like I said, this is all we've been doing during quarantine. Um, gotta watch Cobra Kai. If you are a fan of Karate Kid and that whole saga, you gotta watch Cobra Kai season one and season two. Once they dropped it on Netflix, it was like. I stopped everything I was doing for the for the um day and a half and just watched it straight.
1: And you know, I didn't even I never watched Karate Kid, the original one anyway. I watched one with Jaden, but I didn't watch the original one and I actually enjoyed watching Cobra Kai. And I didn't know what the hell they were talking about. I mean I knew they were <laughs> my about karate and all that, but I didn't know the full backstory. So um yeah, it was a really good series, whatever. What have you. Even though I only watched season one, I didn't watch season two. I kinda
0: wasn't that invested like you were. Oh, season two cliffhangers. Wow. <laughs> wild. Uh, I don't know where they're gonna pick that up when uh, season three pop up. But man, the way that shit ended, that is crazy. Um and then as far as like movies, we went back and I um I didn't realize Family Guy had spoiled the movie, but I had put Ashley on to the usual suspects. You know, it was
1: know. A family guy. It was American.
0: American Dad. Dad same difference same creators
1: definitely not same difference i don't
0: watch family guy or american dad so every time yeah, exactly. she says that so you I watch don't, your mouth i just know it was the same people created it and they look the same
1: no they don't you they, mad crazy. except it's an alien so,
0: instead of a dog
1: now you just being disrespectful because brian and roger are not in the, in the least the same characters by any means necessary roger is by far the funniest animated character i have ever watched on tv thank you very much okay. all of my american dad fans know what i'm talking
0: about
1: all right they paying
0: you i'm just saying okay you
1: bet. ain't gotta pay me to tell the truth But
0: but anyway y'all if you've never seen the usual suspects and you don't watch american dad go ahead and watch that it's about an hour and 40 minutes of your time good movie though great movie um the first time you ever watch it the ending is crazy you'd be like what the hell just happened but um of course it's just a movie like i like to go back and look at Uh, From time to time. That was the first time I actually had watched it in like 10, 11 years. So it was always refreshing uh, just to see that. And um, as always, I'm KJ. And
1: I'm Ashley.
0: And this is Laced with Love.
1: Good night.